ProPod. ProPod, Scott and Todd coming at you live January, right, January 16th, 2018. 2018, yo. 2018, the year of our Lord Jesus Christ. Um, so, busy weekend, a lot going on. Um, <laughs> no, uh, we'll talk about some of the sports stuff in a bit. There were some more newsworthy things that have happened, mostly in the last 24, 48, 72 hours. <clears throat> I wanted to start with a personal one that impacted me, and that was the death of Cranberry's lead singer, Dolores O'Riordan. Back to you. Because! Dolores O'Riordan. O'Riordan. It's not O'Riordan, is it? It's just Riordan. No, it's O'Riordan. Is it? You go ahead and look it up while I'm talking, as you tend to do. Um, it affected me because, and I posted about this on Facebook today, and I got plenty of comments from my college friends, um, because in college, uh, my freshman year, I actually did not, long story short, I didn't get to room with the friend who I wanted to room with, and so I spent a lot of time <clears throat> at his room, or in his room, and he was rooming with this fat guy named Carl Frizzell, we called him the Frizz. Um, plenty of stories I can tell about that. What's that? It's a good nickname. Oh, it was a solid. I mean, if you saw the guy, he was a he was a rolling roly poly, so it made perfect sense to call him the frizz. But anyway, and he had orange frizzy hair. That didn't that didn't hurt. But anyway, and one of the CDs Maybe that he with his last name, Oriordan. No, his last name was not Oriordan. <laughs> not even close. That um, sounds like he might have been Irish. Again, his last name was Frizzell. Like yeah, I said. Whatever. Um, anyway, so uh, one of the albums that he had that he constantly played was Cranberries. Uh, it was the I'm Sounds looking it like up the right second now. Second album. Yeah, it definitely was. It was one that came out like '94. I want to say I'm looking it up or right now. Zombie. No, the one before that. It was it was no need to no. argue. Not not to the faithful departed. He probably had to the faithful departed as well. But Wait, there's no, no need, need to, to argue. Argue is the second album. The first I know, one is everybody I know, else but it's, is doing it. What? So why? I know that. I know that. Oh, okay, no need to argue. This one was zombie. What the hell am I thinking of? Maybe it was that one. I don't know. Whatever. Let's call it no need to argue. Um, There's no need it was, to argue about which album it was. Wow, wow. I was thinking. I was thinking of the song Salvation. That was one of their other big hits. That was off of To the Faithful Departed. But that was. I don't think he had that one. We we listened. So point is. We listened to No Need to Argue, like, a lot while we were hanging out in Roe and Carl's, or the Frizz, Carl and Roe's room playing Mario Kart. Like, that's what I think of when I think of freshman year. Mario Kart 64, I should specify. Yes, Mario Kart 64, that's correct. Um, Living in the home storm. There's been, like, 27 versions since then. That is touche. That's a good point. Um, And so, anyway, so when I heard that she had, that she had passed away and there's still at least the latest news that I read they still don't know exactly what the cause of death was um, it went from like potentially foul play to just unknown but they still haven't released any details but anyway um, so when I heard of that I immediately was taken back you know 20 years at this point to my freshman year at Clemson and so it really affected me and so the past couple of days or yesterday I guess when I first heard the news and then all day today um, that's all I've been doing is listening to Cranberries on Spotify when I'm at work. And it just, it's very, uh, I don't know. It's good music. I'm not, you know, a huge fan of pop music, but just music from that area. It's very, uh, you know, brings you back, takes you back. And apparently according to this article, sales of pop music, what's that? What would you call it? Call them? Yeah. I mean, back in the day they were alternative. No, okay. I guess you'd call it like. Okay. Well, yeah, all right. Good point. Good point. To all the idiot millennials listening, way to just criticize an entire generation in one fell swoop. Uh, yeah, the pop music we know today sounds nothing like what was popular music back in the early and mid '90s. But I think they would be. Well, I mean, they, they were sort of part music. of like the grunge wave. I mean, not that they were grunge music, but they were. That's when right. like it went from like Bobby Brown and sure. like uh, more dancey music to like Nirvana blew up and then like anything that sounded a little different 
like had a Most chance to get played. Like I don't know if that I don't know if the cranberries would have like a lot of radio play even like now. It's it's more back to like the boy band and like Yeah, I don't know what it is. I don't know what it is anymore. It's it's more like dancey like pop music now. You know what I mean? Right. It's not even right. like I, I I mean, I don't know. There's not really commercial pop music anymore. There I mean, obviously there is. There's like the popular music that my kids listen to, mm-hmm. um, which is pop music. But Taylor the Swift market's, and the market's like so that. much more fragmented. Like any band can have twenty thousand listeners and be right. fairly be not successful. <laughs> Just <laughs> you're not going to make cranberries money if you were the no. cranberries today that you would in '95 or whatever. Well, that's I'm the irony. Like a shit ton of money off those albums. Yeah, they sold 40 million albums worldwide over their career, but that's the irony is that a lot of the big the the bigger and biggest touring acts nowadays are bands that were the pop music of, you know, our youth and they're just they're still doing it at in their 40s and 50s and 60s. I'm not saying that's all the people that make money. I mean, obviously I mentioned a second ago Taylor Swift, people like her, Justin Bieber, artists like that still make a shit ton of money when they do their tours, but you know, if you look at the top 10 money-making tours in 2017, for example, I guarantee you that the Rolling Stones would be on that list, Elton John would be on that list, Bruce Springsteen would be on that list. And now, a lot of that's because tickets are $120 a pop, but, yeah, but I bet I Bieber like... tickets are $120 a pop, too. Yeah, they are. Um, but I feel like uh, even when the Cranberries were at their peak, yeah, like... Around the same time, Elton John and Billy Joel were playing the stadium tour they played at Clemson. Sure. Uh, they were giving away tickets because they couldn't fill the stadium. But, um, <laughs> right. Like, those were probably some of the top money-making acts then, too. So 20 years that's ago, That's always too. been the yeah. case. And the Stones, I'm sure, yeah. were, like, up there. Oh, yeah, for 40 years. Whatever, whatever like, greatest hit, hits collection they trotted out that year or whatever. Right, right. I guess the point is, it's just that popular music today is... It's a whole different thing. And then we're not going to go into the whole idea of, you know, people being able to record a song and get a million hits on YouTube and they did it in their basement. I mean, that, you know, without any touring and no one ever knows who they are. That's a whole other conversation. That's how Beep started, right? Yeah, he was a YouTube star. That's right. From Canada. From Canada. So, anyway, getting... Yes. To follow along with uh, Dolores' death. Yes, please. um, so, yesterday, or when did it happen? Sunday? Whatever day it was. The, I, oh, I guess it was Monday. Yeah, it was yesterday. So, we had the day off, and I was home with the girls, um, and we were in the car, and I happened to have the Cranberries, their first album, CD in my car, and I was hmm. playing it just uh, to, like, calm the girls down, because they were freaking out. Right. Um, and I didn't even know that she had died. It was really weird, because we bought that CD probably, like, a year ago. We were at Goodwill. <laughs> we really? were just like getting some other stuff and and uh I was like looking through we were we were like an hour and a half away and I was like, Oh, let's look for some music to listen to on the drive back and it was like right. a dollar or two, so I was like, I'll buy this. Perfect. Um I never owned it before, so but it right. was just like to listen to in the car and it's just been sitting in my car basically since then because I don't and listen you to, CDs to pull it very up. often. Right. Um so it was really weird, it's like a weird coincidence. Yeah, did I it have liked a, her voice. Did it have she a calming like, effect? On eh, somewhat. I don't. Not really. But no. <laughs> I mean, it calmed me down. Just like, <laughs> D- distracted off. them. Yeah. <laughs> no. Yeah. She has an amazing voice. And again, like I said, I was listening to it on Spotify today and, and yesterday afternoon. And I know a lot of bands and a lot of musicians do this, so I'm not saying that she was like, you know, breaking new ground by doing this. But the way she can harmonize with herself on some of those songs is just really. I don't know. It's pretty impressive and, and, and pretty good stuff. So. Yeah, pretty much. I mean, she was she was the vocalist in, in all aspects. So um, anyway, so uh, gone too soon, as they say, dead at 46. And yeah, I just kind of... I, I wonder what happened. Like, I mean, I, well, everyone I, kind of assumes it's like a drug thing. Of course. Yes. And suicide, I, I just... But yeah, it seems weird I just, that they wouldn't announce it. I mean, obviously there's like some social stigma to that sort of stuff, but of course. I'm surprised they wouldn't just say it like rather discreetly. Like giving no details is 
kind of yeah. odd. I mean, they certainly said the death was a suicide with uh, the Linkin Park lead singer and um, Chris Cornell and Chris Cornell. Like immediately, those were noted as suicides. So yeah, um, and everyone's like, "Oh my god, I can't believe." Yeah, I mean, it's bad, but no one, no one is shocked by that when a, a quote-unquote rock star kills themselves. It's not good, but it's just the reality. Um, but again, you know, I read articles, and I'm looking at one right now. It does mention that she'd had some mental health problems. She'd also had some back issues. They actually had to cancel some tour dates in late 2017. So obviously I don't think back issues would lead to a death. But yeah, it could have been. That Who knows? could lead to, like, opioid addiction. Like yeah, of course. OD. Killers or whatever. Hundred percent. So, R.I.P. Dolores O'Riordan. It uh, was O'Riordan. I looked it up. Of course, it you was. Correct. Of course, I was. <laughs> D.O.R. <laughs> um. Anyway, bed of forty-six, lead singer of the Cranberries, and yes, I will have a bed of Cranberry music playing during this when I edit this together. Anyway, um. <clears throat> so, which wait? You have like one of the quieter songs, or you have her going zombie. I will not have zombie. I'm not a huge fan of zombie. The whole video was kind of weird looking too. I don't know. That's not one of my favorite songs. Yeah, it's um, interesting because I mean, I wasn't. I liked the hit songs when they came out. Yeah. It's inter- I mean, people today like won't realize like um, how much like even if you didn't like a song, you heard a lot of songs on the radio, which sounds crazy now because yeah. we didn't have like cell phones and streaming and all that shit. Like there's right. just music on that you would hear a lot more. And that was definitely like the cranberries were part of that. Which oh, is, yeah. I, I guess sort of why you call it pop music, but, um, Oh, what I was going to say is like their first album, like the two or three singles were all pretty mellow. And then I feel like Zombie was the first single off their second album. Yeah. And people are like, they're trying to go grunge. Like, this is a really right. hard song by comparison. Yeah, it really was. It was totally different than, you know, within that same album. Zombie's the fourth track on that album. The first track on that album is called Ode to My Family. It's like a... Yeah, it's a much quieter uh, it's a, song. It's almost like a hymn. Like, it's it's that slow and, you know, quaint and quiet. Um, and then you have, you know, three tracks later. I think it still Zombie. has some dark lyrics to it, though. Oh, I'm sure it does. I'm sure it does. But, um, but yeah, probably my favorite song off that album is Ridiculous Thoughts, which I'm not going to bother singing. If you can think of it, that's great. If not, so be it. But I anyway, I've ever heard it. But... I'm certain you have. Um, and then yeah. Dreaming My Dreams, another very kind of ethereal song, is is later on the album as well. That's a good track too. So, anyway, so hopping from one news story to another, nothing at all related. This was. The one piece of the pie you brought to the uh, dessert table here today. Yeah, I Although have I, other pieces. <clears throat> all right, you, you do. You're right. You have an unnamed piece later. Um, the the story about Aziz Ansari. Um, we all know Aziz from most people know him from Parks and Rec. He's also a Masters of None Netflix show. Um, he and I did happen to read the entire article from was it Babe? From or Babe. Baby? Yeah, I read the whole yeah. thing too. And that, yeah. I don't necessarily want to get into like all the details of. That. No, I don't want to. There's no need to. But go ahead, you brought it up, so... No, I just... It was just, like... I mean, that one, especially... You know, there's there's obviously a wave of uh, discussion about sexual assault and sexual violence. Right. And, and that, the allegation against him, which he hasn't really denied anything that happened. He hasn't uh, said anything, has he? He, he said... I mean, he, he admitted he apologized. Like the text but... afterwards, and he said... Yeah. I think he basically reiterated that, like... I misread the signals, which is what most of, like, I've read a lot of commentary on Twitter and stuff, some other articles, and it's what most people, sort of their reaction to it, but the, uh, yeah, the kind of, uh, tricky thing, um, the kind of tricky thing about it is, uh, just, I forgot what I was going to say, now you get I know, I <laughs> <laughs> I had uh, to the send you the thing text. About it is I was yes. like, is you know, if you if you uh, like transcribe any sort of like relationship with someone, like right. I don't think anyone would want that like published. Of course not. And and the thing in Babe was like very specific. And oh yeah, obviously that's part of the thing is like it it was a very sort of traumatic experience for her, and mm-hmm. it wasn't for him, which is sort of the, part of the problem and why a lot of this stuff is coming out. I mean, it's it's interesting because this one has a lot this this sort of thing like 
it was definitely not as like overtly abusive as like some a lot of the other like famous people that have come out. The Kevin Spacey, uh, Harvey Weinstein, yeah. So it's it's just like that whole thing. It's just it's it just make like reading the article. It's just like Ugh, this makes me so uncomfortable. Right. And I, it's that's part of I think why it's out there. It should make you uncomfortable, but it's, I don't think anyone would want to have their like intimate moments no. like completely documented because it it basically comes down to like a lack of communication um yeah it's just like i don't i don't think he's blameless by any stretch of the imagination he clearly was not getting her signals but right she also probably could have been a little more clear i'm not trying to blame her either it's just it's just a messy situation so i i I, again i read the whole thing and then i read I guess what I can only characterize as a retort to the Babe article today that um, basically uh, the, the the title was something along the lines of this is why this story by, I forget the name they gave to the woman, Grace, I think it was her name, whatever, it doesn't matter. Yeah, I think um, it was Grace. It's basically like this is why the story written by Grace um, separates Aziz Ansari, Aziz Ansari from everyone else in the Me Too movement or something. And basically what it what it pointed out was several examples from within the story. One that, that I remember when I read it, I was kind of surprised by it. And it said, um, or she said rather, in, in telling the story, she talked about how when they initially got to Aziz's apartment, she was like, he offered me a glass of wine and he poured, I think he poured red wine for both of them. She was like, but I'm more of a white fan, but it was okay. And, like, they pointed out that line and a few others where, as horrible as some of the other things that happened to this girl were, it's like, basically, this is just a a bad situation that happens to a lot of people in relationships in a first date that gets a little too aggressive, maybe, or goes a little too far. But it's almost like, by putting in those little details in amongst all the sordid details, she's really, it's not that she's not making, it's not that she's making herself unlikable, but it's like... It really just shows that potentially, I'm not saying this is the case, but potentially she obviously was very much into the idea of going out with and dating and seeing a well-known celebrity. And so, again, not that that makes what happened to her okay, but it's like she was kind of complaining about these small little things here or there, and then what happened happened, and she got away. Nothing too terrible, again, we're not going into the details here, nothing too terrible happened, and it all goes back to your point that it was these sorts of things happen on bad first dates all the time. Obviously, she's coming at it from an angle where she's going to make him out to be to look as bad as possible. We don't know what happened. He did apologize. The only thing he has said, like you mentioned, is that, yes, he did, in fact, send that apologetic text. And again, if they're both a little intoxicated, I don't know. I've never been drunk. I've never had anything to drink in my life, so I don't know what that's like. But you lose inhibitions and you do things that you wouldn't normally do. So it doesn't excuse it, but it's like, yeah, that sort of thing happens a lot. And it's just that the details were so graphic. And because we know Aziz, as you're reading it, you can picture Aziz doing those things and you make up in your mind what the, what the, you know, what the woman in this situation looks like. And so that makes it that much worse. And that's kind of the point, you know, I assume babe is a, is an online publication. They just, they want to get readers. Um, but again, I, I, I don't know. I'm not doing a great job describing it, but this article just really separated yeah, I, it from I, the others. I don't know what Babe's motivation right. is. It doesn't really Right, matter, I agree. But yeah, it's just, it. I mean, just reading it, you're just kind of like, yeah, yeah. I mean, you said she got away, but I don't, I don't, it didn't, the way I read it, it didn't even seem that like predatory. Yeah, no, not at all. Not at all. What I mean? That's what I mean. She got it. Like they, oh. they parted ways. He wasn't chasing her down the hall with his dick wagging or anything like nothing like that happened. You know, <laughs> he got her an Uber or whatever. So, um, yeah, it was, yeah, it's just like, ugh. I mean, I, that made me not want to read yeah. any other accounts. <laughs> oh, for sure. Yeah. I mean, I, you know, I, I, I've gotten the cliff's notes of, what Harvey Weinstein did into a plant and what uh, Louis C.K. did just in front of people. And yeah, again, because it's people that you you can picture them, not that I ever want to picture Harvey Weinstein doing anything, specifically eating a hoagie, but yeah. um, 
But because you can picture it, it, it makes it that much worse. What's that? Thankfully. I said, I don't know what you're referencing. No, he's just, he's a big fat guy. So I imagine he eats a lot of hoagies. That's all I'm saying. Oh. Um, but, uh, but yeah, because, and obviously Louis CK, I've been a, you know, a fan of several of his shows and his stand up. And, um, because you can picture those things happening, it makes it that much worse. Well, I mean, he talked about that kind of, of stuff course. in his yeah. act too. Of course he did. And again, that's, that's what makes that one a little more creepy. It's like, oh my God, I've heard and laughed at jokes about that. And now it turns out like it was a real thing. Yeah, that he, he really yeah. did it, yeah. I mean, you know, they, they always say, and I know from experience, that comics material comes from real-life experiences. But those sorts of jokes you would never realize or never uh, ever venture to think that it was a real-life experience. You, you would not assume no, they no, were no, true. No. Or you would, you were That's normally they weren't. Right, right. It's an exaggeration of the truth. That's been my personal experience as a semi-professional stand-up comedian. Yeah. Um, so... Semi-professional. That no, that means I have been paid to do stand-up before, but it's not my primary source of income. So I'm a semi-professional stand-up comedian. Not currently, but at one point I was. So I therefore am in that club for the rest of my life. It's not your primary. That's what it means to be a semi-pro. Yeah, I don't. I don't yeah, I know. I know. I don't want to dwell on this too. Long cause it's, yeah, <laughs> no, it's we've turned it into something funny. We're not gross, talking about Aziz anymore. Not. <laughs> Not your semi-pro, but <laughs> your semi-pro. Yes, my semi-proness. Wait, so how many times have you been paid? I can only remember you know? one, but I'm sure there were more. I'm sure there were more times when I would MC at uh, Max Comedy Club in Simpsonville, South Carolina, which no longer exists and has not existed for a long time. But I would MC. I would do two shows Friday, two shows Saturday, and I got fifty bucks for the weekend. Oh really? I didn't know you Fuck did that. Yeah. <laughs> I did it I did it probably five or six times. I know a couple of times I did it just for free and I hosted an open mic night as well. That was an unmitigated disaster. It was like on a Tuesday night and oh boy, the uh type of people that are coming out for comedy on a Tuesday night in Simpsonville, South Carolina. <laughs> Not exactly the crowd I would normally hang with, let's just put it that way. So So would you say that you're uh Open mic or your sorry stand up comedian yes. money is greater or less than your band earnings? Oh, far less, far less. <laughs> oh yeah, oh, less. Wait, what band? Oh, money today we escaped, made? raked it in for about a year and a half, two years. Oh really? You oh, guys yeah. get paid for the for your again Greenville handlebar? Not handlebar, or whatever. No, but um, you played. Oh, I forgot the name of the venue now. That's. You were like the club owner, owner's darling, though. For yeah. That band, with that yes, band that and that was the place. Who I feel terrible. That's I've forgotten the name of the club. Uh, it doesn't exist anymore, so I guess it doesn't matter. But yeah, he paid us. We would regularly play a couple nights a month, and we'd get anywhere from two hundred to four or five hundred bucks. Jesus. I mean, that was that was our peak. We were like, we're going places. Cranberries money. <laughs> uh, nope, not really. But uh, we were uh, we were rolling, rolling in the dough for a minute there. It became weed money for your. No, thankfully, money. obviously, I was the treasurer for the band. So any money we brought in, I kept from. I I had a hold of it. So, but we we yeah so we used safe. it a couple different times. Like we played in Atlanta a couple times, and we'd use it you know for gas money and. We'd buy food or whatever with it, but uh, yeah, we we made we made a pretty penny there, and then a lot of it we blew at the handlebar in a battle for the band situation. I don't want to go into this, but um, basically, it was whoever sold the most tickets got to play, you know, the premiere slot, and so they give you just a number of tickets, uh-huh. and you just come back with cash. It was a total ripoff. If anyone's listening out there, Gorilla Productions, fuck them, they're totally ripping you off. Don't do anything with them. Anyway, I'm pretty sure they're still around. Um, so we came back and you just kind of, you're chit-chatting with the bands before the whole thing starts. And band A is like, yeah, we got 1200 bucks. And band B says, yeah, we got a thousand. I'm sitting there with like 250 in my hand. And we're like, we don't want to play at three in the afternoon. We want to play at 8 PM. So we just supplemented that money with some band fund money. Cause the Gorilla Productions didn't care. They didn't, they, so you, you bought right, your own exactly. Tickets. They didn't need the tickets. They just wanted the cash obviously because it's a fucking scam assholes anyway so we lost a big chunk of our band fund just doing that (laughs) and we yeah tickets and we did not win the contest at all (laughs) there was some fucking redneck country bumpkin 
alt rock band that won't. Uh, it was very frustrating. The whole thing. Guerrilla Productions, go to hell. Anyway, um, so yeah, let's move on from that topic. Um, so I wanted to talk briefly about. I don't know how we went from Aziz to my band playing. Uh, that was quite the quite the maneuver there. Oh, semi pro. Fuck yeah. Thanks. Fuck yeah. Soon to be a semi pro podcaster. Ultimately a yeah. pro podcaster. Still looking for our first That's right. sponsor. Gorilla Productions, if you're out there. <laughs> Make us Make us an offer. Yeah. Gorilla will do we'll do some live <laughs> reads for you after Scott's rant and what exactly. shit you are. Shitholes indeed. Um good use of shitholes. Alright. So let's talk about um Yesterday, yesterday is of course Martin Luther King Jr. Day in America, um, and the only reason I put this on here and I put MLK Day outside of the South. Clearly, you actually had yesterday off as a paid work holiday. Is that true? You did. True. Um, and when I worked in Greenville, South Carolina, at least for the last six or seven years that I worked for that company, we also had it off. We did not before that, but it became a state law, I believe, in South Carolina around 2007, 2008, something like that. But here in Denver, obviously it's up to each private corporation. It's certainly still a federal holiday, but it's up to each private corporation. But most people, myself included, did not get MLK Day off yesterday. And I'm not saying this as a conversation about MLK Day and its meaning. We could talk about that as well. But I'm more interested in, like, for example, in, in Baltimore, Baltimore, where you live, did most people have MLK Day off? I don't know. Because you didn't uh, leave the so house. My wife's company did, did not okay. have it off. We had it off. Um, we have a pretty generous holiday party. Basically, uh, as far as I can remember, and I don't remember specific specifically on my last job if we got the day off. We probably yeah. did, but... Uh, another large corporation, it doesn't matter. Um, but bef- other than that, like in the 15 years or 16 years I worked in Portland, I never got it off oh, at wow. any company of various yeah. sizes that I recall. Um, so I don't know if it's like just like larger corporations and I don't know. I, see, and, and that's what I'm. I guess it just depends on the smaller companies. I mean, like I, I've never gotten a holiday that I recall between like New Year's Day and Memorial Day because I was always like, that's a super long right. stretch where you don't have any yeah. days off. And now I have MLK Day and President's Day. You get both. Day. Wow. Oh, and we get Good Friday off wow. too. Which I was that's like, crazy. Oh, fuck. That's... Yeah. <laughs> They're like, you've never had Good Friday off? I was like, no, no one on the West Coast gives a shit. Well, again, and to that point. <laughs> I mean, they do, but it's not like right. a, a company right. it's holiday. It's not a paid company holiday. And that my last job in South Carolina, I got MLK Day, and we always had gotten Good Friday off as well. Um, here, I'm, I'm guessing in Denver, we definitely do not. My Friday CEO off. of my company is Jewish, so we're definitely not getting Good Friday off. Um, but we do get <laughs> yeah, Passover. We, that would be nice. We got Hanukkah off and Rosh Hashanah. Um, but no, we do get. Um, we do get President's Day. You get evenings What's off. That? You get evenings yeah, off. Hilarious. Still we do hard. get uh, President's Day. And the justification... So, uh, it actually came up before... We have like a board. We, I work for a very small company, but we have a, like an HR board, which is just kind of the heads of state from the various departments. And they actually did discuss taking MLK Day off. But their justification was, if you take MLK Day off in the span of four weeks... You have Christmas Day, New Year's Day, and MLK Day. And not that they're worried about loss of production, but just as far as like gaining momentum in the work period, their justification was, okay, Christmas and New Year's, obviously, you know, that that's always gonna be a downtime for any corporation. It just Nothing's gonna happen. It's hard it's hard to avoid it. Um so instead of taking MLK Day, which is just two weeks later, let's wait six weeks essentially, take President's Day, and then Again, to your point, that's that's when the biggest stretch starts for in any given year, which is between President's Day and Memorial Day, which is essentially all of May, all of April, all of March, and half of February. So that's a three-and-a-half-month stretch. Um, pretty tough to make it through. Yeah. But, um, <laughs> but for me, my annual vacation is always the last week of February when I go to Tahoe for a week. 
And then I also <laughs> fly the past three years. I've flown back to South Carolina to do the Palmetto 200. That's towards the end of March. So I kind of have my own little mini vacations in there anyway. So I'm completely fine with it. Um, but it just, it, it is interesting to me how it seems to be a kind of south of the Mason-Dixon, east of the Mississippi thing where everyone takes MLK Day. But to your point, Portland certainly doesn't, and Denver clearly does not either. Um, and Yeah, I think, I think western states are just more like, not that this is a religious holiday, just but like the Easter thing, like more secular right. sure. in general. So like I, I never would have considered getting like uh, Good Friday or whatever, like an Easter right. holiday, Easter right. Monday. <laughs> Somebody told me you don't get Easter Monday off. I was like, that's yeah, not it's a made up. thing. <laughs> it's completely You bullshit. get Arbor Day too? <laughs> I mean, come on, cut the shit. <laughs> Easter Monday. Um, but yeah. Yeah, I don't know. Hmm. I haven't lived that many places. Like, I don't remember. Like, the places I worked in South Carolina was always during right. the summers, like in yeah. college. So I don't know if they got no, MLK. No point of reference for that at all. No, I understand. Well. Did you, I, you said you did have it off in South Carolina, though, when you worked there? MLK and Good Friday, yes. Both. Once it became a law. Because, again, it became a law in South Carolina. It was somewhere in that time frame, 2006, 7, 8, somewhere there. They made it a, you know, a state holiday or whatever. Um, and so it was kind of a mandate that you had to take it off. Um, but I mean, the only positive <laughs> for me was we'd had, uh, we had freezing rain yesterday. And so I had to drive in. It's one of the rare times I drove in and the roads were very treacherous. Don't think that just because I live in a place where it snows a lot, and we have bad weather that a little bit of ice on the road doesn't still fuck everybody up and how they drive. Um, but because I had to drive one of the rare times I actually drive as opposed to, to cycling in, um, the traffic was very light, so I was very happy about that. Uh, nice so, touch. You know, <laughs> thanks. So I don't know if this if it's this way in Denver, but my commute is traffic is generally very light on Fridays. Okay. Also very light during the summer months. That is easily explained. Um, the summer yeah. months I get, but my theory on Fridays is basically. And also the summer is like 20% of the normal commuter traffic is always like 20% of people are just taking off a Friday. Just like 20% of people that would normally be driving throughout the summer are on vacation. I guess that makes sense in the summer. So I have no way, I have no way to prove if this is true, but like basically my commute, like during Monday through Thursday is when I, when I leave is like 45 minutes. And then on Fridays, it's like 25 yeah, or 30 minutes. Yeah, it's a big difference. Just because of traffic. I mean, it's the same distance, So I, I partially agree with you. I think the, you know, during this time of the year, let's say, if, if Friday is lighter traffic, part of it is because if someone's just taking a random vacation day or personal day, I would think 75, 80% of those days are either going to be a Monday or even more specifically a Friday. It's rare that someone takes a takes yeah, a vacation day on a Wednesday. It just doesn't happen, you know. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. So, like, if people are taking a long right. weekend or whatever, it's they're generally going to take a Friday because they might take Friday and Monday, but they're probably not going to just take a Monday unless right. there's some reason some, that has some significance, like a birthday. But the other half of what I was going to say is, I think, especially in manufacturing jobs, and I have no way of justifying this, it's just my suspicion, I think there are a lot of manufacturing jobs where people work four tens, so they work Monday through Thursday, four tens. That's a good... and they just don't work on Friday. Like it's that's, that's yeah, a good ad. That's, I'm here for. I'm here to add content. Yeah, I don't. I don't. <laughs> you're, you're here to add color and richness to my to my life and my questioning of why yeah. there's less traffic. I'm here to make Friday. you look to the sky and go, huh? That's a damn good point. Excellent point, Scott. I hadn't thought about that. <laughs> um, so that that's what I would think. And, I, I, you know, I say manufacturing. Certainly there could be some, some white-collar type jobs that do that as well. Whatever. But I Just think if you work four tens, you don't work Yeah, I mean, hell, if I was given that option, I'd work four tens. Absolutely. <laughs> Have a three-day weekend every weekend. Or as my uh, – I had a, a job at a science museum, and we worked uh, – what do we call it? Like nine nines. Nine nines. 
So you get every other Friday. Oh, 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 I see. Did you really do that? No, I don't know why I said nine. Two, like basically, no, you're right. Yeah, no, you I work, got you. You work nine. Yeah, you work nine nine hours a day. I mean, the last right. one was no. <laughs> I mean, whatever. They weren't very <laughs> Clearly. strict. I didn't. I wasn't like. I wasn't. <laughs> I wasn't like supremely. Guys are all shitty at math. Time, but showing up at ten, everyone, leaving at everyone, four. Everyone's like, I'm gonna work nine nines and then just take every other Friday off because that was something that they. Offered. I mean, that's a great idea. I'm actually going to steal that. That's an excellent idea. <laughs> I could work nine nights. I mean, you could even say I'll work that extra hour. Yeah, no, I totally would. Of course. Friday. Why not? <laughs> I'll work 81 hours. I think I get paid for 87 or 88 on my paycheck anyway, just because they have to put it in hourly format. So I don't know why. They just do that first. But is that, that must be every 15 days. Yeah, we can pay it twice a month. So that's probably why. Anyway. Um, all right. So again, we got off topic. Seems to be the trend for today. Um, well, I I will okay. say I in our last podcast I feel like we we went more off topic, and I thought it was one of it our was a better episodes. We were fun. I'm telling you, the bit. the fan mail that we got from the last one is fucking off the meter. I mean, people, I'm getting texts, <laughs> emails, tweets. By the way, tweet us at. Uh, you should probably take your phone number off of that. Yeah, I know. I shouldn't have said it out loud in that one episode. <laughs> so randos don't text um, you. What's our Twitter handle again? BroPod Network? No. Todd, what's it? what is it? Uh, I think it's at the BroPod with underscores. I don't remember. Oh, the underscore bro underscore pod. Gotcha. Yeah. Also, www.bropodnetwork.com, soon to be launched. So don't go anywhere. As soon as Todd fucking draws a picture, we will... Uh, Launch the website. Oh, yeah. It's the underscore bro underscore okay. pod. So the... We've yet to tweet, <laughs> so there's not much to see there. But look out! Because... By the, the... T- by the time people have hear this... Fuck yeah. Tweeted. Happy spring, everybody. <laughs> anyway. Um, so speaking of spring, one thing that I always associate with spring is the NFL. Uh, this past weekend, we had some... Oh, oh okay. wait, 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 wait. Yes, Before we get sure. into that, sorry. Did you see... Uh... The uh, president's, he had his physical or whatever. I heard that he reacted to it. I I didn't see any details about it, though, no. They said uh, he was 6 foot 3 and 239. And so Twitter blew up because there's like no fucking way. On the 239 piece. (laughs) And Andy Andy Richter tweeted like, can somebody like give me an example of what 6 foot 3, 239 actually looks like? And, um... Like one of the other people was uh, what's the quarterback for the um, shit quarterback for the Bears? Jake, oh, used to be Jay Cutler. I don't know who the quarterback for the Bears is now. It might have been Cutler. It, anyway, it doesn't matter. It was like a professional. Who had those player. dimensions? Like, no, he was six three and like uh, two thirty three. And they're like, man, what a difference! They, so they showed his picture and Trump side by side. They're like, six pounds really makes a big difference. <laughs> There's a bunch of like football players that have basically those yeah. stats of six three and two thirty nine, and they're all like ripped. Oh, The Rock is six three and two hundred sixty pounds. Yeah, he's not quite the same size. No, it was Jay Cutler. Jay Cutler's six three two thirty one. Yeah, and he looks nothing like Jay Cutler so. in terms of size. Obviously, it's complete bullshit. This well, but you matter. know, muscle weighs more than fat, so. You know, that could make sense. Yeah, it doesn't weigh like four times as fair. Much. Good point. Yeah, no, I hadn't I hadn't seen those details. I just heard that he had his physical done and that he was in tip-top shape. I mean, it could be worse. It could be the... But it's just like... God. No, I was going to say, it could ahead. be like the... the, the I, was it Kim Jong-un or Kim Jong-il? Who, I think he had a physical and then he was, of course, bragging to the North Koreans about how he was, you know the greatest specimen of all time and then you look at him he looks like a fucking cabbage patch kid so clearly that can't be true yeah one one where the kid cut the hair of the cabbage patch kid <laughs> yeah they put a bowl those. on top of the hair and then cut around it this show is sponsored by North Korea thank you okay um definitely take my cell phone number off off the uh twitter account now anyway so speaking of Jay Cutler and other football players who have nowhere near the body shape of uh, President Trump. Uh, crazy weekend in the NFL playoffs, as I talked about. To be fair, 
the Saturday games, I couldn't even tell you who played. Because the Sunday games were that much better. Oh, shut the fuck up. The oh, that's right. That's Saturday. right. They did win. That was a close one, too, wasn't it? Low scoring affair. 15 yeah, 15 to 10. To 10. Yeah. Was, I mean, I will say Foles, like, looked pretty shaky in the beginning of the game and then got more confident. As, as you it might went expect. On, so yeah, that's a good as sign. you might expect. Their defense was pretty solid. That's so good. That helped. Okay. So Eagles won. They move on to the NFC Championship where, let's jump into Sunday's game, where they will play the craziest game of the weekend, the Minnesota Vikings, who on literally the last second play went, I believe it was 60 yards, and uh, scored against the Saints to win by by five, I think it was. Yes, because... Because they were going to do it. They were down by one, and they... They have to kick the extra point, but rather than kick the extra point and rub it in, they just knelt. Oh, I didn't even see that. Because the game, the clock, I didn't either, but I read about it. The clock yeah, ran no out, obviously, as, as he was running down the field, but it's a rule that they have to kick the extra right. points. Because they already had, like, they had, like, uh, Case Keenum mic'd up and, like, all these people, like, there was a yeah. shit ton of people in the right. field, apparently, and they had to get them all off, trot the poor Saints back on the field who for the last like half hour had assumed they yep. were going to win and then make them just stand there. There, uh, Bill Simmons was like, I didn't think the Saints were going to come out. I thought they were just going <laughs> to let them score. Like, just stand unopposed. <laughs> yeah, let them run for two. Fuck um, it, who cares? But uh, yeah, that's that's like just rubbing salt in the wound. And the guy, that's, the guy that caught the reception, like he went down and took his head helmet off which is no 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 he threw it off i saw that he ripped it off and threw it yeah he he threw it into the crowd or whatever but and i mean the game was over so it's like i don't know there's lots of weird stuff that happened like the fact that they had to do the extra point was just ridiculous did they so did he get a penalty for for doing that no no i mean again it doesn't matter but because it's like yeah the game's over but technically it wasn't i guess i don't know i mean yeah it's stupid Man, how how to be the most hated referee in all yeah. of Minnesota if you if you penalize the guy who after who has the miracle touchdown for ripping his helmet off and of course, throwing it. Of course. But yeah, yeah, the uh we were talking about this today at work, the uh the cornerback or the safety It was a safety was a safety for the Saints who basically looked like he was doing everything he could to avoid tackling that guy and just dove right. underneath him. Like that's going to be hard to live down. He's going to have to make some awesome plays Absolutely. in the future to not have that be his career-defining right. moment. Yeah, so Stefan Diggs was the receiver um, that made the catch. And the throw was about 20, 25 yards. And then uh, the wherewithal to know exactly where he was. I mean, he, he spun around and was six inches from the sideline, stuck his left hand down, and then just looked to his left and said, Motherfucker, there ain't nobody here. And took off. and Because he, he could have... Yeah, I mean the plan was to catch and get out of bounds to kick the field goal. They could kick the field goal, and he's like, "But wait a second, I think I mean I think he of was course. shocked. You see him like looking over his shoulder, of like, course. Oh, shit, there's nobody in front of Because, like you said, the guy that missed the tackle, the guy that that uh, that he beat, if you will, was the last guy, and so there was nobody in front of him. Yeah, so he he misses the tackle, and he sort of takes out the only yeah. other player that's within five yards exactly. of him. <laughs> he swept his legs, not the receivers, yeah, unfortunately, but his yeah. own teammate. Um, so that was a wild one. That was a uh, what did I just see? It was twenty nine to twenty four was the final. What was have you have you spoken with Ricky about that uh, outcome? Yes, and this is actually my surprise news. So Ricky is flying to the East Coast, and we're going to go to the NFC Championship what? game: Eagles versus get Minnesota. Get the fuck out of here! Really? Yeah, we're going. How'd you get tickets? Just going StubHub or something? Uh, I went on a, it's like StubHub. There's a thing that it's like they offer to big corporations called tickets at work. So basically saved me one of the handling right. charges. So you got it. So you, it's you, about a hundred. Your corporate connections got you a cheaper ticket. Yeah. No, I mean, $50, but. So what's it called? Tickets at work. Cheap. New sponsor here on the pod, ticketsatwork.com. Check it out. <laughs> Download the app for a discount. I don't know if they oh. have an app. All right, never mind. Ant's company actually has it too, so, but it's the same same thing. So 
they you can get like slightly discounted tickets to like theme parks right. and hotels. So that's the night game Saturday, correct? But, I'm sorry, Sunday. Sunday. But, no, Sunday. Yeah, they're both Sunday. Sunday. That's the 640. yeah, six forty. I just saw that this morning. It's the yep, later that's game. What I meant. Wow. So Ricky's flying in just for the game. Is it just him? I assume it's just him. Yeah. So he was. He assumed the Eagles were going to lose, and he was going to fly to Minnesota to see it because they would be playing right. in Minnesota if the Eagles had lost, and see the NFC Championship game there. But he's like, "Oh fuck!" So, so he's like, oh, "We can go to the game." I was like, "All right." Wow. So where are your, where are your seats? Um, they're pretty centrally located in the yeah. upper deck. Have you ever been to a game at uh, what's the name of the field? The Link, Lincoln. yeah, Lincoln. Lincoln. Uh, I have not. You gonna throw snowballs? I heard the forecast is terrible. It's like drizzle, mid forties or something. Nah, it's supposed to be like it's supposed to be like in fifty. Oh, really? I think. Maybe I misheard that. The last I looked, it was like fifty degrees and cloudy. Okay. Well, I mean, it's better than like. Yeah, it's better than degrees. twenty and snowing and batteries and snowballs and Santa Claus and all that shit that happens in Lincoln Field. So. I feel I feel like that that's what it should be, just like Yeah, freezing. no, exactly. But I don't really want to go to, I don't really want to go stand outside in no, a freezing game. I've done that hours. before. I, I'll tell that story later, but it's the coldest I've ever been in my entire life, and that's saying something. I rode my bike to work today. It was 7 degrees. Felt like negative 2, and I was warmer this morning Jesus. than when I went to a Chicago Bears game, it was the closest I've ever been in my life. Um, Wait, you went to a Bears game and it was at like Soldier Field. Negative ten. The wind chill was negative twenty, and Soldier Field is all concrete, so it's like, I mean, I, I, I guess most football stadiums are. When I stop to think about it, but and so we were walking in, like the people that I went with, they were like, "You need to take this piece of cardboard," and I was like, "What for?" And you have to put it on the ground because the cold will go through your, like, up from the ground through your shoes into your feet. And they're like, you put the cardboard down to, like, act as a buffer between the ice cold of the concrete. As a thermal yeah, barrier. Yeah, exactly. But, I mean, it's the, Jeez. it was miserable. When we left, they were playing the Cowboys. It was a Monday night game. And we left after the third quarter. And we were walking back to the parking lot. And I actually stopped because I couldn't, I couldn't feel my feet throughout most of the game anyway. But we had to stop because I... I couldn't feel any step that I was taking. I was like, I just need to sit down for a minute and like make sure I have blood in my feet. And I remember um, I got back to the hotel, and of course I was wearing like everything that I had. And um, <laughs> I went over, it was one of those rooms, a little love seat or a little couch or whatever, and I laid down. Didn't take off a damn thing. Was still wearing everything. And this isn't a room temperature hotel room. And I just passed out, and I woke up like four hours later. And my body... No, my body had finally come back to a normal temperature. I wasn't sweating. That's the point. I should have been. I had on like four layers and a jacket. I was wearing yeah, I was wearing slightly. snow boots. I had a hat, like the whole thing, gloves, everything. And uh, I still, yeah, my body had essentially thought that. But that, that hands down is the coldest I've ever been in my life. And I thought for sure I was going to frostbite on, on some of my toes, but I didn't, thankfully. But anyway, so I'm glad to hear that you're not going to get those sorts of conditions. Um yeah, according to weather.com, it's going to be 51 and mostly oh, sunny. That's that's perfect. Crisp. I mean, I don't know. Of course not. Holds, crisp but... fall day. <laughs> I mean, if it's in the mid four, if it's if it's not raining at yeah, all. Yeah, that's what you want. You don't want it's precipitation. In the mid 40s or warmer. Right. You can wear enough clothing to stay warm if it's 40 or above, whether the sun's out or not. Even if it's 30, sure. but yeah. And you got that from where? Oh, it's gonna be Weather.com? It's gonna get cold. New sponsor, weather.com. Uh, yeah. If you need a weather forecast for anywhere in the country, just go to weather.com. They do have an app. I have it on my phone. That's the weather. I check show. it every... It's the same thing. They have it for yeah. Android, huh? the fuck is that supposed to mean? Of course they have it for Android. It's weather.com. <laughs> Don't be an idiot. I'm just joking with you. Um, so that, that was my... That is, that's exciting. That's exciting stuff. So, I gotta ask... How much do these tickets cost you? A lot. A lot. <laughs> is it is there a comma involved or no? For no, for the pair? No Even for the one. pair? For the okay, pair, yes. That's what I figured. All right. That's that's about what I was thinking. Somewhere in the low comma range for the pair is about what I was thinking. Okay. Yeah. 
that was that was sort of what we were yeah. targeting. Per, of course. I was like, I don't really want to spend more than that. I didn't really want to spend that much money. But... Not surprisingly. Well, that's pretty cool. I mean, you could get standing only seats for two fifty. Four hundred. Jesus Christ. <laughs> like three ninety oh or something. Oh my god. Like, no. Nope. Not standing up that... for three and a half hours for four hundred. That would not be fun at all. Man, Ricky really committed. I, I always knew he was a Vikings fan, but to fly across the country for one game. Is he going to go to Minnesota for the Super Bowl? Yeah. Let's talk about drop and change. Shit. <laughs> he said he looked up Super Bowl tickets, and they were like four grand yeah. minimum. I was like, Jesus That's about Christ. what I thought they would start. I bet he'll do that. If they though. go. Now, see, that's, yeah, go, that's going to be an interesting dynamic, too, because you guys are... If it's like a home Super Bowl, you, I feel like if if you're really a fan, well, you have to go. Well, home for the home team, but it's not a home team. It's not a home game it. for him, though. That's the point. It's still a lot of other expenses yeah, yeah. involved, especially if he's not. I mean, obviously, I assume he's flying in and out of Baltimore. You know, he can lean on you for. Yeah. He said the, the flight wasn't that much. It was like 300 bucks. But, I mean, if he's going to Minnesota, let's say the flight's the same price, well, now you got to get. Either a cab or a rental car. You got to get a hotel. You got to get me. I mean, you know that shit adds up. Yeah, but if you're spending. Four yeah, that's a good point. Tickets, yeah, just I guess like so. Throwing it all to the wind. So. so what is your? You're, you're like. Good. I was, I was just going to ask what your prediction was for the game. I mean, obviously, since you're going to be there, you um, want the outcome that you want. But in your in your heart of hearts, or in your your in your mind, I guess, not your heart of hearts. And being realistic, what do you think is going to happen? What's the line? Do you know? Uh, I, I think that I think it'll be like twelve to nine, or like fourteen to twelve 10. to nine. Eagles. Oh God. Yeah, all field goals. <laughs> Super Just exciting. Just a repeat performance from. <laughs> well, the thing is. The thing is, like, the Eagles in Minnesota have, like, the two best defenses. Yeah, no, I know. So I don't know how much scoring is going to happen. That's a good point, I guess. And, like, Case Keenum has been pretty decent this year, but Foles is not, like, clearly he's the backup quarterback. Right. So, I mean, it's I don't think it's going to be the – did you watch the, the, the uh, Steelers-Jacksonville game? Yes, I did. It's not going to be that. Jesus yeah, Christ. Yeah, that was a fucking track meet. <laughs> They're not going to score 11 touchdowns between yeah, the two. Roethlisberger, five touchdowns, 480 <laughs> yards, and a loss. That's uh, that's kind of game we were dealing with there. By the way... Some of those some of those passes were insane, they were nuts. too. <laughs> like, he, was, he was winging that shit. He, he made some great yeah. throws. And, of course, he's... Especially he always... He, he does, like, the three-step drop, and he just stands there. It's like, you're going to get fucking nailed! But he, and he does, but he still throws ridiculous passes... And man, he's got that Antonio Brown catch on fourth and five, and he throws a fifty-yard pass, and Antonio Brown just picks it up from the earth, like just before it hit the ground. I was like, "Shit, this is meant to be." And then they still lost. That was the crazy part. But um, yeah. That was so nice. by the way, the line is three. Thirty-eight. Thirty-eight is the over/under. You got to take the under if you think it's gonna be twelve to nine. My God. Yeah. Wait. So it's Eagles, Eagles plus, plus three. three. Yeah. So they are favored. I, I want to make sure we're all on the same page here. No, they're not. They're or, not yes, favored. I'm sorry. So the Vikings are favored. Yeah. Yeah. Well, I mean, the Eagles weren't favored last week either. Yeah, because so. no one thought it was going to be a fucking field goal contest. Get your kickers ready. Yeah, that was a fun one. Well, they missed an extra point. Yeah, so. I know. That's embarrassing. Although that did... Uh, it was pretty yeah, windy. And, it was really windy. Like, falls through the ball up, and I was like, God, he sucks. But then I realized that, like... Uh, the other quarterback did the same thing. The ball is just yeah. like wounded duck wobbling yeah, through the air. Yeah, exactly. Um, going back to that Pittsburgh game for a second, talking about bad conditions, it was like 15 when the game started. And I'm watching that game, oh. and I'm watching Fournette and uh, Le'Veon Bell just getting pounded. And, I mean, I haven't played tackle football in many, many years, but – like, when I used to get slammed to the ground in the South Carolina summers, like, it would hurt. I cannot imagine. It's got to be, like, bricks down there. And these are gigantic Ugh. men just bashing at each other. Of course, the running backs are wearing short sleeves, which also blows my mind. I know they go back to the sideline. They have heaters and jackets. But still, when you're out there, when Ben's saying, you know, blue 42, you're standing there. It's still 15 degrees, and you're wearing a short sleeve shirt. 
<laughs> and tight pants. I mean, you know, you're not you're not staying warm. So, but every time that they you know run it up the middle for two or three yards and he just get pounded and thrown to the ground, I was just like, ugh, that's got to be so painful. It's like running into a yeah, block wall. exactly <laughs> with hands, and then you know who knows what the hell happens underneath the pile. You hear stories about that. So, um, kudos to those guys, but. I noticed uh, Roethlisberger was wearing a turtleneck. Yeah, he was. So it must have been pretty That painful. helps. That keeps you warm. Keeps you nice and toasty. Yeah. <laughs> Got to get that neck warm. Um, in case you're wondering, there's a number of different lines on the other game, the New England-Jacksonville uh, game. Um, what is that? like? It ranges from 7.5 to 9.5. Minus 9.5, obviously, for New England. So... Um, Vegas has spoken on who the clear favorite of that game is going to be, <laughs> yeah, no as if anyone is surprised. Well, no one expected Jacksonville to beat of course the Steelers. Not. Of course not. I have to say, Bortles was pretty good in that you game. You know what, though? His line was not that impressive. I think he only had one one passing touchdown. And it's because they just Fournette, 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 Fournette. Um, yeah, but he got him into position like a couple of those Fournette touchdowns were like from two or three. Of course, yards of out. course. But I, I'm, I'm telling you, I, I mean, I could look it up. I don't think he had 200 yards in the air. I mean, it was a very unimpressive line um, for for Bortles. It just wasn't. I don't know. Yeah, but but he gets the job done for being so like shit upon in oh, general. Shit upon. Like I thought he played pretty pretty well. Yeah. Like he didn't. He didn't. I don't think he threw. No, he didn't. He didn't. Here we go. So yeah, he was fourteen of twenty-six, two hundred fourteen yards, one touchdown, no interceptions. Meanwhile, Fournette, twenty-five carries, one hundred nine yards, three touchdowns, uh, and then T.J. Yeldon had a rushing touchdown as well. But yeah, let's look at Ben. Ben Big, Big Ben's numbers: thirty-seven of fifty-eight, four hundred sixty-nine yards. Five touchdowns and one pick. That's fucking insane. Who does that and loses? That's I mean that's that's just bananas. Antonio Brown seven catches, 132 yards, two scores. Even Le'Veon Bell out of the backfield nine catches, 88 yards and a touchdown. I mean, uh, so machine. they were interviewing uh, the coach of the Steelers. What's his name? Lovey? Is that him? Not Lovey Smith. No. Anyway, I I can picture Mike. Uh, it's Mike something. Mike Tomlinson? <laughs> I can't I'll look it up this. while you're talking. Go ahead. Anyway, so they're like, why'd you do the onside kick? And he's like, we hadn't been able to stop him all day, so I wasn't confident that we could uh, basically get a three and out and get the ball right. back in time, so they tried to do an onside kick. Which went kick. terrible. It's Mike Tomlin, by the way. I, I heard that same interview. He was like, we needed the ball. Like, what the fuck do you think? We were down two scores. You know, what are we going to do? <laughs> Our, yeah, exactly. Their defense hadn't done shit. <laughs> and then their kicker shit the bed. He kicked it like four yards. That was the worst onside kick. I could do an onside kick better than that, accidentally. So could you. Me too. But hey, hey Pittsburgh, get the fuck out of the way if you're like four yards from the kick. Yeah. The guy hit him basically in the give chest. It, give it a second bounce. Yeah, I mean, basically, if you see that in that situation, you, you drop. Dive to the ground. You duck like it's a bullet. Just move. Exactly. Let it bounce one more guy, time. It looked like he was... He was like a punt returner or something. He's like, I'm getting in front of this. Oh, Dude. God. It's not dodgeball, you moron. I'm going to catch it. Nope, you're out. Nope, your team's out, idiot. Ah, oh, jeez. Yeah, that was a rough one. So, um, anyway, I don't care to talk about the Patriots game. It wasn't exciting. It was kind of terrible, actually. I didn't watch that game. That was the one game. I think we've talked about all we need to on the uh, on the football side of things. That's exciting, though. That's Sunday night. I'll, I'll look for you. You're going to wear something specific so that myself and the other listeners of the pod can catch no, you. But Ricky's been sending me, apparently, like, after the Eagles won, a couple of their players got, um, have you seen those, like, rubber horse masks? Yeah, yep. The, like, creepy ones. They have ones that are dogs, and a couple of Eagles players oh, wow. were wearing these dog heads because they're the underdogs, so they're encouraging uh, yeah. to wear them. They've sold out twice on it. I did hear about that. Ricky's like, are you going to get one of these dog masks? I'm like, no, I'm going to get one of these. No, because then I can't watch the game. What the fuck am I going to do that for? Yeah, I won't be able to see anything. Yeah. If it's 50 degrees, I'm going to be sweating. Uh, well, that's true. Dog Good point. <laughs> Halloween throwback. And, like, it's like $35. Like, what am I going to do with it? 
after that. Just throw it. Who away. cares? Doesn't matter. You took part. Yeah. Be part of the team. Okay, that's good to hear. Anyway, all right, so uh, we're right on the hour mark here in the pod, but we can't end any pod without the running update. So since we last spoke, it's been a week. You promised you would run between then and now, and you did. Oh, that's interesting. So so give us the update. What happened? I went to the gym, ran on the, well, ran, quote-unquote, on the elliptical for... And you've done that one time. Yeah, I did it yesterday. <laughs> did you now? I'm gonna try and go tomorrow. Now, uh, this is an important question. Did you do it yesterday because you knew you'd be called out on this podcast if you did not do it? That was part of the motivation. Okay. And because, and because I wanted to uh, get back start to off the week. I might try to go to the. I might try to go to the gym. Okay. That would be good. Because it's supposed to snow to t- snow tonight. Oh yeah, like an inch. But yeah, I ran last night, and I run by a high school that has a the time and temperature on their little screen or whatever that advertises whatever else is going on at the high school. Uh, it's about it's not even a mile from my house, and uh, last night it was seven when I was out there running. So definitely came. What time was that? That was last night. Shit. Oh, what time? Like I thought you said, what day was that? <laughs> um, I don't know. It was like 7.15, 7.30 at night. It was 7. Yeah, it was 7 degrees. Got down to negative 1 last night. And then, like I said, this morning when I biked into work, it was also 7. Felt like negative 2. A little chilly. A little chilly. Just saying, if you need some motivation, you yeah. know, you can get out there even when it's cold. A lot of bars. Not, not getting a lot of big waves. Oh. Forms. You need to fix your shit, son. What happened to me? I'm trying to. Talk, 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 talk. That's great. All right, that last part might not have come through. Okay. Well, I'll figure it out in post. For whatever reason. Let me try this. That doesn't look any better. Weird. Do you want me to talk? Uh, I, I think I'm done. Oh, maybe. I don't know. Hopefully, <laughs> <laughs> Technical difficulties on the pod here, ladies and gentlemen, happens. Anyway, again, thanks to our sponsors tonight. Um, Gorilla Productions, as well as, um, what is it? Ticket, what's the ticket one? Ticketsatwork.com. Also, Weather Channel. Download the app for free on your Android Weather. app store or I, wherever you get your fucking apps for iPhones. I don't know, the iPhone app store. I assume it's the same thing. Okay, it's totally free. So enjoy knowledge of weather around the country and the world with the Weather Channel app. So that'll that'll do it. Uh, Next week, regaling us with tales from Lincoln Field. Watch out for batteries whizzing through the air, as well as snowballs if there's any around. But probably not. Hopefully not for your sake. Um and if you want to, when is Ricky getting in town? Saturday night. And he flies out when? Uh, I think Tuesday. Uh-oh. Feels like we might do a Monday night pod. Special guest Ricky Cancrow in the house. Oh, maybe. I only have one mic. Well, you better figure that shit out. <laughs> um, we'll figure it out. That could be exciting. If not, no big deal. All right, so that's it for January 16th, 2018 podcast. Until next time, Todd. He, he says peace. We, we can't see what you're doing. All right, ladies and gentlemen. See ya! Yeah, it got really, uh, it got really quiet there towards the end. <laughs>